fast. It's New Wave Podcast. We back in the building. We in the building. Saturday, May 15th, 11.25. I take a little bit of breaks from everything just to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? I've been working hard and everything. I removed my old background. I'm back in my new background. I got stuff going on in in the crib right now. So, you know, thank you for everybody for tuning in. I want to give a shout out to everybody that's been listening off and on. And even when we're not on air, been tuning in. So, you know, it's a lot of people that have been tuning in to the Anchor broadcast, to the Anchor platform. And when they're on the Anchor platform, they're able to shout me out. So they've been shouting me out. Yo, what's going on with the, way, with the, with the podcast at blah, 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 blah. They're asking me questions and I'm answering them that way. But I'm not on here. I, I, I scroll Instagram, but I don't put the put the podcast up. But people have been reaching out. They've been checking in and they've been shouting me out. Shout out to my man, um... Mikey T, the movie star, he doing his thing. Um, he putting a lot of people on about ARAB and Philly and Dark Low. They all getting busy with the music and Leap Moss and they doing their thing. Um, I, um, much love to them. Free Ab. Um, free everybody that's locked up. But yeah, they doing the big things and I appreciate that. But um, I want to thank everybody. One thing I want to touch on. Is I'm from Brooklyn. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Bushwick, Brooklyn, to be exact. I'm from Bushwick, right? And 2% of my listeners are from New York City. I was looking at the numbers. I'm checking it out. I'm looking at the stats and everything. I'm like, wow, only 2%. We have to change that. We have to change that. New York City got to be on deck. New York City got to be on deck. They got to be on deck. I don't know what's going on in New York. I know a lot of people say, oh, the supporters and all this. They they they, they complain about the supporters. I'm not going to complain. Maybe they're going to catch on late. You know, maybe they're going to catch on late. But I noticed that a lot of people like gossiping webs, gossiping podcasters. But this is not a gossiping podcaster. And shout out to everybody that's not with the... um. The He Say, She Say podcast. And we trying to uplift the culture. So if that's the kind of podcast you like, I can understand why I only got 2% of listeners in New York. Because we don't dip and dab and gossip and we don't come at rappers necks and we don't um, spew dirt on the females and we don't trash nobody's culture and nobody's career. We just trying to uplift and bring like and bring and bring and bridge the gap in the in the in the hip hop community. Basically, that's it. It's not many that's doing that. It's not many doing that, but we're doing that. And if you out there doing that with your platform, shout out to you. Much love, respect, because that's what we need. It's a lot of educators out there. It's a lot of people that's educating and putting you on the game and giving you like knowledge and breaking you breaking stuff down. We need more of that. We need more of that. More common sense. Less gossip and less TMZ. You know what I'm saying? We got too much of that. We got too much of that going on. It's a lot of people getting famous off of just bashing the culture. You got to be careful because you bashing your own people. We got to break that crab in the bucket mentality, dog. Try another route. Try another route, another lane. You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, instead of shitting on somebody, how about we start bigging them up? That's simple. It's pretty easy. You know, some people put too much effort into, like, doing the stupidest stuff. Stop giving all that crazy shit attention, man. This is a new day. It's a new era. It's a new wave. 2%'s not acceptable, but we're going to accept it for now. But I'm always remember that 2%. Like, we ain't like, nah, that's not what it's about, NYC. Come on. Catch on. Catch on. Catch on. 
you know. So today we're talking about the NBA Hall of Fame. Shout out to everybody that made that list, that NBA Hall of Fame. I'm only going to talk, talk about three, the big three that were there. Anybody else is not too important. We ain't going to talk about no coaches. We might talk about Greg Popovich. We could talk about Pop. Popovich was okay. Probably the best coach in the NBA, if you ask me. A lot of people say Phil Jackson. I'm going to say Greg Popovich. We're going to talk about NBA Hall of Fame. We're going to talk about a little bit about the NBA playoffs. The Knicks is doing something crazy right now. Sixers. Can't forget the Bucks. The Lakers. Ah, we don't know. But Bron came back today. And Bron, Bron showed out. We're going to talk about J. Cole. His album dropped yesterday. That shit was kind of fire. That's kind of what rap needed. I think rap needed that. Young rap, middle, that rap, we needed that. You know, I'm 42. I'll be 43 June 2nd. But hip-hop needed that J. Cole album. They ain't need DJ Khaled's album. They kind of could have used Jim Jones' album, The Fraud Report. That was tough. But this J. Cole album was pretty fire. And then we're going to talk a little bit about the kid Little Reese. I don't know if y'all seen the video. But that young boy, he's going through it. And he's doing some crazy stuff. It's amazing. How these guys got access to a different world and they stuck in that old world that they were in. He got torched, I think, today or yesterday. Bleeding all out the mouth. It's all on Instagram. Fucking shot him. The rest of them. Stealing the car or something like that. Come on, dog. Come on. You got to do better than that. As far as a young man goes, you got to do better than that. But it's New Wave Podcast. Let's get it popping, man. Let's talk about it, man. Um, Tim Duncan, Kevin Garnett, and Kobe Bryant made the NBA Hall of Fame today. Now, we're going to talk about these players one by one now. Tim Duncan, start. we're going to start off with Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan was a maniac. He was a beast. I appreciate everything Tim Duncan did for us as far as basketball goes. He was a classy, classy individual on the court. He was a quiet assassin. And I'm going to be honest with you. I think Tim Duncan could have got there earlier than what it was. I think Tim Duncan should have made the Hall of Fame soon as he retired. Soon as that boy retired, you give him the jacket. Tell him, yo, welcome to the NBA Hall of Fame. Because he deserved it. His career, he earned it. He had some tough battles. But he made those tough battles look very, very easy. He made those tough battles look very easy. Tim Duncan had the, the, the turn, the t- boom. He would hit you from all angles of the court. He would even nail a couple three-pointers. So when you see a guy like Tim Duncan, Tim Duncan on that basketball court, you got to respect him. You got to respect Tim Duncan, Timmy, Timmy Duncan. And I said I wasn't going to talk about coaches, but Greg Popovich is one of the best coaches, if not the best coach in the NBA. Because he didn't do it with a team like the Lakers. He didn't do it with a Shaquille O'Neal or Kobe Bryant. He did it with a Tony Parker, Mano Ginobili. He did it with guys like that, Steven Jackson. You know, he actually made it look like It was good to work hard. 
Not taking nothing away from Kobe and Shaq. But when you got one of the best guards in the league, and then you got the best center in the league, the, the most dominant center in the league, what do you think is going to happen? It's like the obvious almost. They're guaranteed to win. They're guaranteed to win. So I think the road was more rougher for Tim Duncan and Greg Popovich. But it looks so good. It looks so good. It looks so good. You got to give them their props. You got to give them their props for what they did. They won like five, five NBA titles. That's hard. That's not easy. Five or four? What was it? What is it? Something like that. But Tim Duncan been here around since the 90s. The end of the 90s. When they beat the Knicks. In that short season. The lockout season. And then we got Kevin Garnett. Young and in charge. You know, when KG came to the league, I looked at KG and I said to myself, this guy right here is going to be a monster. I looked at it and I said, he's going to be a monster. Definite animal in the league. And that's what he was. He was a monster. Kevin Garnett was a beast. I would have rather seen him win in Minnesota than win in Boston. But he won in Boston and anything's possible. Even though he had his, his big three. Garnett, Ray Allen, Paul Pierce, and Rajon Rondo. That was different. That was a monster squad. That was a monster because Rondo was moving around. Rondo was like playing, playing with them out there. He'd kick it out to Ray Allen. Kick it out to Paul Pierce. Dump it in the middle to Kevin Garnett. Points from all angles. That, that team made Rondo and Paul Pierce look like Hall of Famers. And Ray Allen. I'm talking about they had Jesus Shuttlesworth on that team. So Kevin Garnett had, he had, when he went to Boston, I said, I knew, I knew something was going to happen with his career. I knew he was going to retire a champion when he went to Boston. Then when he went to Brooklyn, I said, oh, man, I said, something else about to happen. I said, this mofa, this boy about to win two more rings with these dudes because they had the team. You've seen it. On paper, it looked, it looked ridiculous. But when they got on that court, mm, it just didn't, you know what I mean? It didn't look like it. It didn't work. It didn't work. But on paper, it looked very good. It looked very, very good. You got to give him their props. You got to give KG his props for lasting that long. Without any major injuries, like Achilles, anything, thank God. Like, Garnett was around to um, play out his career and do it at a, at, a, at, a, at a high level. You know? So you appreciate players like that that can compete all the way from the beginning to the end. And that's what Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett did. They competed from the beginning to the end. And Tim Duncan stopped him from getting a ring. Because if there's no Tim Duncan in the West, Garnett got a ring with Minnesota. That's, that's point blank, period. Garnett got a ring if there's no Tim Duncan. But there was a Tim Duncan. It was in. He was in the way. He stood in their way. He had to leave. 
Minnesota wasn't doing nothing with him. They wasn't building around him. They wasn't trying. They were just like, you know, going through the motions. And that's what the thing with NBA teams. A lot of teams, I'm, I wonder why certain players play for certain teams. Certain players play for certain teams. I don't know why. Because, because me, I would refuse to play for the Charlotte Hornets or Bobcats. Remember the Bobcats? I would refuse to play for a team like the Memphis Grizzlies. I wouldn't care how good I am. Any good player they get is destined to leave the franchise. You know, they're out. They will never have a Hall of Fame player on their team. Because they their franchise doesn't even look like they're built like that. And in years to come, I really don't see it happening. Teams like that winning. You know, yeah, we've seen Toronto win. But Toronto actually wanted to build and they wanted to win. They brought in Kawhi Leonard. They knew what they had to do. They knew they had to add pieces. You know, they built. They you could see the levels of it, building up to a championship. You know, if it wasn't for that shot, that Kawhi let that lucky bounce, boom, 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 they probably wouldn't even have won a championship. Could have went to the Sixers, who were really good. That year with Jimmy Buckets. Moving along from the great, the greats, Tim Duncan and Kevin Garnett, I want to, I want to talk about the last guy who saved the best for last. You have to understand the level of greatness that this last player that I'm about to talk about is. You know, Kobe Bryant came in the league as a young man, a little bo- a boy. He was a young man, drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. They traded him to the Lakers. You all, everybody knows the story. The air balls. Air balls, the air balls, getting sweat, getting sweat, getting sweat. He went through the motions. He went through the motions. When I'm talking about, I'm talking about Kobe Bryant. He actually went through the motions. He went through like what Nipsey Hussle said. He went through every emotion. I watched that young man. I'm a Laker fan. You know, see my hat. I'm a Laker fan. Look at that. The championships are right there. I'm a L.A. Laker fan. I've been a Laker fan since the late 80s. I watched them win. I watched them lose. I sat through seasons where I was like, oh, I don't even know if I want to do this anymore. But I've been a Laker fan since I known what basketball was all about. I don't root for nobody else. I don't care to talk about many teams when it's pertaining to basketball. We can kick it. We can kick it, but it's always L.A. It's always L.A. It's nothing but L.A. Now, when the Lakers drafted Kobe Bryant, I knew right then and there that this guy was going to be the, the, a beast. I seen it. From high school, I looked, I said, nah. I said, you don't trade nobody like that, Charlotte. For Vladi Diva, like, yo. I said, thank you. Thank you. Because what we got was something special. That it will never be another Kobe Bryant You might see guys, you might see other players like LeBron James. You might see people like Kevin Garnett. You might see Tim Duncans. 
You might even see Larry Burns or Dominique Wilkins and stuff like that. But I'm going to tell you something. You never going to see another Kobe Bryant ever again. That's how good that boy was. He wasn't no Michael Jordan. He was different. You can't even sit here and look at him and say he patted his game after Mike. And he did it very well. So when that young boy got on that basketball court, he meant straight business. You know, see, I'm telling dudes right now, a lot of guys like to make the comparison about LeBron James and Kobe Bryant. LeBron James not better than Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant damn near better than Michael Jordan. Notice what I said. I said Kobe Bryant damn near better than Michael Jordan. LeBron James not better than Kobe. We're not going to let this sit be about LeBron and Kobe, but what I said is what I said, right? He got that Hall of Fame, like I said, about Tim Duncan late. He should have got that shit right before he retired, right after he retired. You give him the jacket here. You give him the jacket. It's, 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 it's sad that he died before he could see all this. But, I mean, they gave it to him. You got to respect it. You got to respect that the fact that they gave it to him. Boom, here. We ain't even going to wait no longer. It's all you. You you earned it. That young boy was special. Special, special. He wasn't like any ordinary basketball player. Watch his highlights and let me know what you think. LeBron James cannot do what Kobe Bryant ever did. It shows in his game. Five seconds on the clock, LeBron not taking that shot like Kobe. It's time to guard the top player in the league who got the ball and y'all playing against two minutes left. LeBron not guarding that dude. They going to double him. But he ain't playing him one-on-one. Kobe Bryant took every challenge known to man he went through every emotion as far as NBA goes and that boy turned he bust these guys ass you cannot tell me that there will be another Kobe Jelly Bean Bryant ever again he was just different he was just different The way he dribbled the ball was different. The way he grilled you, the way he looked at you, the way he shot that ball with 2.0 seconds left. Where they do that at? He get the ball. He don't even really spot up. He get it, bounce, pop. It's in. That's how good he was. That's how good that kid was. That kid wasn't good. He was... A monster on that basketball court. So we're going to give Kobe Bryant a round of applause because that boy definitely was the man. And it's well-deserved. Shout-out to the Lakers. Um, We're going to talk about a little basketball right now, but shout-out to Kobe. Rest in peace to Kobe Bryant. Thank you to the NBA for acknowledging the fact that he is a Hall of Famer. Much appreciated. Mamba out. Now, the NBA, the playoffs are coming up. Uh, you know, we, I think the Lakers, I don't know. I don't follow it. I, I'm not following until they get to the playoffs. But I know they got a, a play-in. They might have to have a play-in. I don't know versus who. But tonight they beat the Pacers. LeBron James kind of went off. He did his thing. I think 24 points. Um, had seven, seven rebounds, seven, eight assists, something like that. He, he did his, he did a good job. Um, Anthony Davis did okay. Schroeder did okay. Um, but the Knicks are a team that we have to pay attention to. We have to keep an eye on these New York Knicks because for the simple fact that they're young 
and they're talented and they're hungry and they want to win. They already know that they can beat certain teams. So now you got to give them a chance now in the playoffs. You people got to they they got your respect, they got your attention, but now what they got to do is win. They have to win these games in the playoffs. I'm talking about these best of seven games are serious. It's like you got to um play top-notch basketball now. It's not the regular season. Teams are going to come out a little hungrier. They're going to come out a little more edgier. They're going to push you around a little more. They're going to be a little more physical. They're going to focus in on the premier player. They're going to start locking certain players down. So what you've seen Julius Randle do in the regular season, he might not do now. So now they need somebody else to step up. Derrick Rose. He's been there before. Rose, you're going to have to play basketball on another level. You're going to have to be on the moon hooping. We need old Rose back. We need Shawtown Boogie back. We need the Shawtown bounce. We need you to get them springs and go ham on these guys because it's really up to you coming off the bench. You can't put the weight of the playoff weight on all of their shoulders. You got to give it to one of the guys who's the next man up, like the veteran, like him. And I really think he's going to be the man to help because he's going to give you at least 20. If you want to win in the playoffs, New York, Derrick Rose got to give you at least 26. I'm talking about at least three times. And Randall going to have to put up numbers like he was doing during the season. He's going to have to do that on another level. He's going to have to put muscle behind that now. You know, because it's not a regular game, regular season. It's playoffs now. So now teams are more structured now. They're more strategic now. They know what they want to do. They know how they're going to win. They know who to focus on. So Andre Barrett, you might have to step up. That's what they drafted you for, for you to play basketball and win. And to be honest with you, I think Andre Barrett is a little soft. I don't think he's that guy. I don't think he can finish it out. But you know what? What 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 would spark it for him if he can hit like a nice little buzzer beater? If if Barrett could do that, then Barrett might be like right there. They might appreciate him a little more. The fans love him. He loves the fans. He wants to be in New York City. But you're gonna have to play. You're gonna have to play on the Allen Houston or Spreewell level to get the real, real respect of the city. You know, you gotta have to take it there. You're gonna have to be Spree. You might have to. You might have to do something crazy. You might have to kick a couple water coolers over in the playoffs. You might have to do something. If y'all lose, you're gonna have to pick up a, a teleprompter and just throw it on the floor. But they want to see some anger out of you. They want to see something. They want you to grow up and be the man that you set out to be as far as basketball goes. And I say all this respectfully. I say all this respectfully. I don't mean no harm. I'm not hating on the Knicks. I think the Knicks are going to do something. I hope they beat Brooklyn if they play them. You know? But there's other teams like Brooklyn. I'm not going to talk too much about them, but I think they're not going to go nowhere. They might be the team that everybody looks at and laughs at. They're going to choke. The Knicks, the Brooklyn Nets are not making it. Then you got the Milwaukee Bucks. I like what Giannis is doing, but I don't know. We spoke about the Lakers. I'm not sure about them. Denver Nuggets, who knows? But the team I'm going to tell you all about right now, tonight, those Philadelphia 76ers you must watch out for the 76ers if you're a basketball fan you must watch out for those 76ers them Sixers looking like they're slacking but Doc Rivers is going to make them play he is not going to play around with these guys they're going to play defense they're going to play offense. They're going to play team basketball. And they're going to probably go to the championship. 
because Doc got them playing out of this world. He's making them play basketball. That's what people don't understand. A lot of people don't get it. Coaches like Tom Tiglaboo, whatever Tiglibo, whatever his name is, he got the Knicks playing basketball. Doc Rivers got the Sixers playing basketball. You know, Joel Embiid might be the MVP, should be the MVP. If he doesn't get the MVP, he was robbed. Ben Simmons. We ain't see the best of Ben Simmons yet. He's a mystery. But I'm going to tell you one thing for sure. Two things for certain. Ben Simmons is going to do some work in that playoffs. You know why? Because the coach going to make him do work. This ain't Brett Brown. I don't want people to confuse this team with Brett Brown's team. This is Doc Rivers' team. So people need to remember that. The coach is going to take this team to the championship. This coach is going to figure it out. And he's going to get the right he's going to get the right position. They're going to play the right teams. And they're going to go far in these playoffs. They might win it. They might win it. They might win it. I'm listening to J. Cole's album today. And I'm like, man, J. Cole got some fire. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not a J. Cole fan because I like J. Cole, but I never really listen. I'm not, I'm be honest with you. I never listened to a whole an entire J. Cole's album. I skipped through a lot of his music. Because I like like hearing like, you know, I'm all about the production and the lyrics. You know, I'm all about production and lyrics. So if the production is good as is as good as the lyrics, I'm gonna definitely rock with it. So this J. Cole album has the lyrics to match the production. And when I tell you the boy was rapping, he was rapping. He really was, it really is good. He rapped, it's 12 songs. It's not like 55 songs, you get bored listening to it, you just be like, uh. But this is 12 songs that gets your attention from front to back. Right. You know, it goes from front to back. And I'm a real, 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 real big critic on quality albums. That's why we're talking about J. Cole and quality music. Because for the past few years, hip-hop's been getting a bunch of non... No good. Not The music's been terrible. It's, off, it's been up and down. You know, we got Busta Rhymes, we got Nas, and they've been putting out some decent music. But for, for the most part, it's all about boom, boom, bow, 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 shooting this and shooting that. And nobody wants to hear that. Right, beginning to the end. Nobody wants to hear a bunch of music about you sold this and you shot that and you do this and you do that. This guy was talking some stuff. And he made you, anybody coming after J. Cole has to really rap now. You really have to rap now. You're going to have to rap. You're going to have to rap. When an when a artist puts out music that's as good as J. Cole's music, the only thing you can do is rap now. You cannot put out the music, the same stuff that you've been putting out like you did this. Because he already, he already, if you listen to his music, he already said, no, you don't. He already said, you got, you rappers don't do that. Y'all got to stop rapping like that. He told them already in his music, if you listen to this J. Cole album, I'm telling you. The young boy was going so hard on these dudes. Right. And I feel you. He was going so hard on these dudes. 
that now the bar is up here now. It's no longer here. It's here now. It's going to be hard to get up here because these dudes don't rap that good. Like I said in the beginning of the show, shout out to Jim Jones. Shout out to Buster Rhymes. Shout out to Nas. Shout out to like all them other guys, them Griselda guys. But those guys, we expect greatness from them when they rap. When you hear a Jim Jones album, you don't wait to see if Jim is going to be good. You know it's going to be good. You want to see if it's going to be bad. You're like, nah, Jim ain't putting out no bad shit. This motherfucker going to put out some fire. And you're going to be like, you're going to listen to Jim Jones? Yeah. It's fire. J. Cole's album is fire. 12 good songs. 12 good songs. Right. They don't rap what they live. And now when, now I'm talking about like the new rappers, right? What I'm talking about, I'm directing this to the new rappers. The new rappers got to really figure out how to make songs now. Not no one minute song. 16 bars and that's it song over that shit faded out to black you like damn i was just getting into this shit and it's over no they gotta really go 16s and stretch that shit now because that's where it's at now and that's where it's at that's where it's at so now after j cole i'm trying to figure out who coming out with something now because as far as hip-hop goes, you got to keep the momentum going. You got to keep the fans rocking. Because people, I'm not going to lie, I'm not going to make it look like J. Cole's the best artist in the world. Because people going to get tired of his shit real quick. Like, probably in two weeks, they're going to be like, that cold shit. You know what I mean? They ain't going to be listening to that. But right now, he set the bar high. So now what I'm saying is the next man up, Gonna have to, gonna have to try to leap that. But I don't know. Cause the way these rappers are, um, excuse me, the pardon, pardon the pause. The way these rappers are on um, rapping, I don't know. So now, if Kendrick Lamar come out with something, it's gonna probably sound fire. It's not gonna be whack. I'm gonna tell you that. But my thing is what Kendrick Lamar is. With the features, cause J Cole has some decent features, but my thing with Kendrick Lamar is, um, he just can't put out nothing bad. It gotta be good, cause he's good artist. He's a nice artist. He's good. So I'm thinking about him now. I'm thinking about him. Did he take too long of a break? Has he been, has he been just doing whatever, or will he come out hard? Yeah, I would like to see them make a feature like do a, a, a like collabo album like Kendrick Lamar and J. Cole because these two guys rap about common sense. And now when I say common sense, they're not always going into the like typical rap shit. You know what I mean? Like, you know what? I, everybody knows what I'm talking about, typical rap shit. I sold this and I wrapped this and I put a stamp on that and I mailed it across the country. It came back and was like, you know... You know, that, that gets tiring. But if that was supposed to happen, I would really like to see that happen. I'd appreciate that. As far as music goes, I really would appreciate them two guys just giving us like something like 10 songs, 12 songs, something like. We need that. The, the reason... Yeah, they probably did. And the reason why we need that is because... It's like we need that versatility in music. You know, we need that versatility in music. Like, we need artists to, like, artists need to start, like, getting together and making music. See, now, E-40, Snoop Dogg, not to get off topic, but E-40, Snoop Dogg, and um, Too Short. They got the West, Mount Westmore. That's different. That's hot. I like that. I like the thought of that. I never listened to a track yet, but I like the thought of it. I just like the thought of it. I would love to hear a Dr. Dre produced track with all of them on it. You know, Ice Cube and and Snoop and um, E-40 and Too Short. It just sounds like real different, but 
it brings a diff. That's what the game. That's what the music game needs. Something like that. You know, like something like that. Can we get like you know what I'm saying? Can we get an ASAP Mob meets Dipset or something like that? Harlem on the Rise type shit, like something like that, or Griselda meets D Block. Like when the when the Wu Tang did the Wu Block with the Wu Tang and D Block, I was feeling that. I said, "Whoa, that shit hard," but the world wasn't ready for that. That's why I didn't reach out to everybody. That was crazy. Hearing Sheik and Ghost go back and forth, back and forth, because used to hearing Styles and Styles and Kiss do it, or Ghost and Ray do it. But when you hear Sheik and Ghost, you like, whoa, that shit fire right there. I ain't listened to um. I haven't listened to nothing really new. Um, I've been listening to like a lot of like I always say I always say the same thing. I listen to like a lot of the old stuff. As far as the new stuff goes, um, I was listening to the DJ Khaled album last week, and I like it. I like the, I really like the last song, the, the reggae song. It was fire. I like Khaled. I like Khaled albums because he got like a mixture of artists. You know, a lot of people don't like DJ Khaled. They say Khaled is whatever he wants. But see, we got to leave the they, we got to leave their personal business out of this shit. It's just about the music. We got to keep it hip hop. I like DJ Khaled because I like his the way he came up. And I like the fact that he putting music together that people like to hear, man. You know what I'm saying? And um, I listen to Khaled shit. Who else I listen to? I like that Drake, four, that four songs Drake made with the Lemon Pepper was tough. Lemon Pepper with Rick Ross and stuff like that. And um, we're going to talk about Rick Ross in a couple of minutes. Yeah, Cal and the baby. I like, I like, I like, um, I like the baby and um, little Dirk. They got some fire, man. Khaled put some shit together, boy. He can make some hits. He can give you some fire, though, man. He definitely can put some shit together, man. Um, like I said, I was gonna talk about Rick Ross real quick before I talk about this little Reese kid. But Rick Ross and look like Mick Mill and Rick Ross not feeling each other, cause um. I was listening to the Breakfast Club the other day, and um, you know Angela Lee, Angela Yee talk her shit. So she said Rick Ross was un was not accepted in the club live in Miami. That's his town, and Meek Mill was throwing a party, and they didn't let Ross in. It's kind of like when Lil Wayne didn't let Baby into one of them strip clubs, and Lil Wayne was like, "Nah, he can't come in." Now my thing is um I hope everything not nothing brewing between Ross and me. But if it is, it's time to split. You know, but we don't want to see dudes split on a bad terms. We want to see them motherfuckers shake hands and just move on. You know? But Ross and Meek look like it seemed like they got some friction going on. So with that being said, I want um I want to know what's going on with that, you know, because maybe Meek Mill was like, don't let him in because he was scared. But I know he ain't that his arms ain't that long for him to be like, nah, don't let him in the club, period. Like you ain't popping like that. Like you can't be move, making moves. You can't be that strong. Can you like that's raw city? He from Miami. So you telling me, maybe he was a little scared and said, yo, nah, don't let him in. Please don't let him in. Don't let this man, he gonna fuck me up. You know, and the security was like, yo, Ross, we just can't let you in tonight. But I know he ain't say, don't let that motherfucker in this spot tonight. Because I said so. And I'm Meek Mill and I'm from Philly. I know it ain't go down like that. It went down the other way. Ross probably wanted to put hands on his kids. So, yo, bring him out. I want to talk to him real quick. And Meek was like, please don't open that door. This motherfucker going to beat me up. And they saved him. Kind of like when Takashi 6 9 met him in the alleyway in the parking lot or something. He said, yo, what's good, Meek? Like, let's, let's, you know what I mean? And, you know, Meek was like, no. We ain't got to do all that. 
You know what I'm saying? So this music shit is getting kind of weird right now. Uh, I don't know. You know what I mean? So maybe it's time for them to split ways. Who knows? Might be time for Meek Mill. I'm just checking my clock real quick, y'all. I'm looking at my my podcast clock. Um, Maybe it's time for them to split ways. Who knows? Um, But Meek got to put some music out, right? Yeah, Meek got to put some new music out. He got to put some new, but he got to put some fire out. Now, Meek Mill just can't put out a um, song like Lemon Pepper Freestyle and just take a break. He got to put the put the pedal down and keep the ball rolling, keep the car moving. He can't just put out a freestyle and say Meek's back and then don't rap no more. Because that's like, motherfuckers don't want to hear that. They want to hear some shit. You know what I mean? And they want to hear some shit now. Now's the time. Yeah, he he did he put some shit out. He did, but it falls off the radar so quick. It falls off the radar so quick. I'm definitely gonna do that. The little kid, shout out to Lil Reese, man. I hope this young boy gets better because Lil Reese was got he got clipped up today, man. And today I seen. And today, when I seen Lil Reese, I seen him bleeding. I seen him bleeding all out the mouth, looking all crazy. He got shot all up and shit. I'm like, damn, what the fuck he do? You know what I mean? Come to find out, he trying to take a car. This motherfucker trying to steal a car and shit. A toy. You know? But I'm still... I'm not going to be ignorant. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to be ignorant and be like, that's good for him. Because that's not good for him. Don't nobody need to live like that. But I hopefully, hopefully, he says to himself, he thinks, and he says, yo, I was tripping. I got to figure this shit out and I got to make different moves. Because that shit was uncalled for. Now they got you all on the camera and shit looking crazy. He like, you know what I'm saying? You know, this the, this the era where you can't be doing that shit. So now... Moving right along, we got the kid six nine now. He like, that's good for you. <laughs> you should have died. You know, you got six nine saying that's good for you. You should have died type shit, and that's not cool. But that's a part of the game. This game, this social media game, that's what they do. You know, that's what they say. They trolling and all that shit. That's what six nine did. He put a little happy face on him. And made fun of him and shit. And then he's, he told everybody, buy him a car. He needs it. We're going to not talk about 6ix9ine. But we're going to talk about Lil Reese. You know, Lil Reese need to get focused and do what he got to do. Like, make some songs. Make some music. You fuck with Chief Keith. Do what you got to do and make moves. Make power moves. Because now's not the time to be getting shot all in the stomach and shit. You know what I'm saying? Now's not the time. We can't, you, you can't afford shit like that. You know what I mean? You can't, you got to move different. And the way you moving is like you don't, you struggling. When you try to steal somebody's car, it's like really like dogs, like, come on, son. You got to really get yourself together, man. You got to really get yourself together. It's New Wave Podcast, man. We back on the scene, crispy and clean. Chief Keep definitely doing his thing. I fucks with Chief Keep. New Wave Podcast. What what I'm what I wanted I got on this podcast today to let you let everybody know that. Before I head off, before I sign off. When I'm on TikTok, I'll be doing little videos, mini podcasts. So people can stay up to date with what I'm doing. Because if I take a break from doing Instagram live podcasts, you all can see me on TikTok doing my like short podcast. I'll be touching on certain subjects. Like say if somebody get hit by a car. Yo, did you see the smooth get hit by the car? And I'll be talking like that on TikTok. Just to let people know that the wave's still waving. You know what I mean? So like on my regular podcast, I'm on there. If I'm not on there, you can always go back and listen to old podcasts that I had. 
Ain't nothing wrong with that. People been hitting me up all day on my on Anchor. I'm gonna hit you with the TikTok, and when I when I log off, I'm gonna hit you with it. I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna hit you with it. Um, people been hitting me on Anchor like, yo, what's going on when you coming back? When you coming back? I'm here, but I ain't have ever having a lot, a lot of time to record because I've been just in motion doing certain small little things take up a lot of my time. You know what I'm saying? Small things take up a lot of my time. Like, I might have to do some cleaning and shit. Just some regular shit. Sometimes that shit, like, takes a lot of my time. And I don't get a chance to do all the shit I want to do. But I'm doing this. And we moving forward with it. And we gonna get on in the other app, the other um lanes and the other websites, the other apps. And I'm definitely gonna get you the TikTok. I'm gonna put the TikTok on here so everybody can get it. Because um, I got it. I could write that down real quick. You know what I'm saying? So I'm definitely going to hit that on TikTok. And um, underscore two, two, three. I got that. I like, I'll lock you in and I'll type it. I'm going to add you in a couple of minutes. So it's New Wave Podcast, man. Thank you, everybody, for showing love. Showing some support. I was in Vegas, y'all all seen me out there acting crazy and shit, you know what I mean? But, um, shout out to everybody. New York City, we need to get off 2%. If you in New York City and you listen to this podcast anytime, I got, I got, I know my, I know my peoples in New York that listen, and I know my peoples in New York that watch, but I'm from Brooklyn. I should not have just 2% of listeners from New York City. I should have the whole fucking Brooklyn, but you don't see me complaining. You know what I'm saying? Because I know they're going to catch on later. It's New Wave Podcast, man. Shout out to Mikey T, the movie star, man. Hey, yo, Mikey T, when you fight my man Leek Moss, I got a hundred on you, man. I got a hundred on... Y'all go fuck with my man Mikey T, the movie star, man. Mikey T and Leek Moss, they talking about this boxing. Mikey T said, Mikey T said, yo, Leek Moss, what color are the ropes? And, and he said, Mike Leek Moss said, what you mean we'll color all the ropes? We'll color the ropes I'm going to knock your head through when I fight you. So it's going down. Mikey T, get, get your trainer right, man. I'm going to shout you out. I'm going to let you know we're going to tap in. We're going to tap in. And we're going to show Mikey T some love, man. Shout out to Mikey T, Free App, and everybody out there, man. It's New Wave Podcast, man. We out of here. Peace.